0: Oops. Oops. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Welcome to NFL. What's up, y'all? It's Jonathan Rollins. Skip me, sorry. Two Americans living in Sweden, twice talking about football.
2: Yeah, that's right. Deja vu, motherfucker.
1: Oh, man. I feel like an idiot. I feel like a a coach that gave up 70
0: points.
1: (laughs) I'll say that to say that I made a mistake. And uh, we talked for a while and I forgot to hit record. So we're doing this all over again. Sorry, Skip.
2: I remember everything we said, so that <laughs> all the jokes. Because uh, I am a robot.
1: <laughs> We're gonna get AI to redo what we what we did. Uh but shit, let's uh let's build a, a fun day football. Um I kinda wanna just hop right into it, man. Go back through it before I forget everything. I was just I'm excited. We didn't get the uh the absolute come shot. The AC No, we did not. Not this time. Because your team, your college team won, your pro team did not. My college team and pro team won. Hmm. And we'll get to the pro team stuff now. Uh, We start with the Giants 49ers from Thursday.
2: Yeah. Also, well, before we get started, we should – so we're coming to you on Monday. We're doing things a little different because uh, Jonathan's traveling uh, tomorrow and I have a full day tomorrow as well. So we're going to do all of the games from Sunday night in this episode. And then the next time we come back to you on Wednesday, yeah, we'll come back to you with a recap of the Monday night games and then the flip them and pick them and preview of next week's games. Um, so yeah, giants, 49ers, not everybody had a fun night of football. Uh, (laughs) the giants, um, got stomped by the 49ers. Um, I mean, they did score 12 points, but in all honesty, this game was never in doubt. Uh, Danny Dimes, not very good in prime time. Uh, after this game, he drops to 1-11 and 11 in prime time. This man is too white for the bright lights. He can't handle it. Um, they tried like, to bring... Why
1: why, why why do they keep putting the Giants in prime time? That's my question. I don't know.
2: You know, it's funny. I, I, I actually did not know this until I read it the day before and I was like, well, I thought everyone always talks about how Kirk cousins is the one who sucks in prime time, but apparently Danny dimes is, is worse. Um, you know, Hmm. I don't know their, their game plan here in one way was understandable. The giants defensively, you know, they, they basically brought the house on every play. They blitzed on like almost 74% of Purdy's dropbacks, Almost thirty total blitzes in in the game, uh, and it worked pretty well in the first half. But Shanahan adjusted and started doing the dink and dunk to to their playmakers and guys like Kittle and McCaffrey and Debo. Once you get them in space, it's like it's over.
1: Keep blitzing, blitz if you want it's,
2: to. It's just over One, once they figured that out. Debo, you know, goes for 129 yards and a touchdown. McCaffrey had 85 yards. Uh, rushing, 34 receiving, also had a touchdown. Tied Jerry Rice for the franchise record for 12 consecutive games with a TD. I mean, this team, mm. since they got McCaffrey, is, yep. is, you know, you said it before in the mm. version that we failed to hit record on, that <laughs> that this man has completely changed his football team.
1: Yeah. Yeah, man. And kudos to Shanahan for knowing I want to get that guy and preying on a team that's trying to make a big change like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Carolina was trying to, you know, reboot, and they're like, "Well, we'll <laughs> take this guy," and it's really changed their team.
2: I feel bad for Giants fans because I feel like you you had a better season than you expected last year, which mm-hmm. which caused you to come into this year with a lot of uh, hope and high expectations. As a Falcons fan, I know what that feels like. Um, but currently, <laughs> I would say. Matt Breida ain't Saquon Barkley. Um, no. And your receiver core, I mean, Darius Slayton, Gary Brightwell, Paris Campbell, Wandale Robinson. This is not a receiver core that scares anyone.
1: No. Um, Confuses.
2: It, yeah, confusing is a better <laughs> word for it. You're like, who are these people? Who, what? Is this
1: is your plan. I mean, it's your plan. <laughs> they,
2: got, they got absolutely boat raced in the time of possession battle, too, 20 to 40. I mean, you're not going to. You, you, you just don't I, I look ahead at the Giants schedule honestly and I did after this because I sat down and watched this game I didn't watch it on Thursday night when it happened but Friday night I kind of had the place to myself and so I was like you know what fuck it I'm going to sit here and watch this game and as I'm watching it I pulled up the Giants schedule and I'm like I I, I don't see this team I, five maybe six wins that's all I can yeah. see them getting this year
1: Man. Um. All right, then we got the uh, Titans-Browns with uh, mm. Tannehill uh, in his same uh, every-other-game mode. <laughs> <laughs> so the next week he's going to kill it. Next week, bet on Tannehill. But this week was his off week, and uh, he was terrorized by a really, 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 really good Browns defense.
2: The Browns defense is the story of this game. Uh, they sacked Tannehill five times. Um, they held – Tennessee to only 26 total rushing yards. Miles Garrett was everywhere. Um, I mean, it was like every time the pocket collapsed, he was right there. Yeah. Uh, five sacks, nine tackles for a loss, eight QB hits. Um, they just they couldn't get anything going. Nothing. They couldn't do shit. Um, and Watson, to his credit, and we said this before too, like – when you have a defense that's that good, all you ha- you don't have to be. Everyone's like, "Oh, is he ever going to be that elite top five quarterback again?" You don't need that. You don't yeah. need to be that. Just be good.
1: Just and, be and, good, man.
2: And in this game, he was good. He was twenty-seven for thirty-three, two hundred and eighty-nine yards and two touchdowns. Um, you know, he still
1: made some bonehead plays where he was like. Yes. Where He's, he's going still, down, he's getting sacked, and he throws the ball back, tries to pitch it back to somebody, uh-huh. and uh, damn near fumbles it away for a huge – oh, man, could, who knows what would happen then.
2: I think being being thought of as a top-five quarterback in the league, I think, is, is in his head, and he thinks that that's where he has to get back to. And I disagree. I don't think he ever has to be a top-five quarterback. I don't think he does. I think he just has yeah. to be a top-ten quarterback.
1: That's it. It's on the team to justify your contract, not you, bro. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, exactly. Just trying
1: to justify that big ass contract. No, your, your agent hooked that up for you. They did their thing. You got you getting the money. You got a guaranteed contract. Just play ball, man. Just play ball. Like, yeah. Then we got the and, Falcons. And, and oh, I'm sorry. just
2: play ball. Just play ball and try not to like sexually assault anyone. Yeah. If that's not the possible.
1: assaults. Yeah. Don't. Yeah.
2: That's it. Don't sexually it's just, assault. These are Simple not thing. difficult things.
1: Huh. Play ball. Mm. Don't ask anybody to play with your balls. All right. Uh, then we got the uh, Falcons Lions. Mm. Yeah, it felt like a winnable game for y'all, man, as I watched it.
2: It really did. And that, I'm mostly, again, I, I, three weeks in a row, I, I, I'm like, I'm so pleased with how much the Atlanta Falcons defense has improved and given. Yeah, man this team a chance to win football games. It, it, it really is. It, it's been so long since we've had a decent defense and it really warmed my, I think I sent you a text message earlier in the week. There was an article on the athletic that said that I think the headline was something like the Atlanta Falcons has the best defense that no one's talking about. Mm-hmm. And to watch the way that they held up in the red zone uh, against the lions was really, I mean, they just kept giving it like in. Instead of touchdowns, they were giving up field goals most of the night. Um, yeah. They gave up a f- two deep shots on busted coverage that led to the Lions' touchdowns. But aside from that, they had a pretty good night. Um, my big concern, though, is is the offensive line. Just they they they're having a hard time giving. Ritter – I don't even think Ritter's holding on to the ball too long. I just think that he doesn't have a lot of time to make decisions. Uh, He got sacked seven times in this game. Um, You know, the Falcons run game, we only had 44 total rushing yards. Most of them went to Bijan. He only had 33 yards rushing on 10 carries. It's just like Algier trucked a motherfucker. It was beautiful to see. the
1: run of the night. Angry runs, baby. Yeah,
2: but he only had 12 total yards. So it's like – it's (laughs) – you know it it just it's there's something going on with the offensive line where that they if they can fix that then we're in good shape um but you know i have to say full credit to the lions because they you know what a what a disappointing situation it would have been for lions fans you know you had that amazing unexpected victory against the chiefs in week 1 um and then you came out last week and you lost your home opener um in a game that you probably could have won. Um yeah. had you gone out and dropped two straight at home, I think the fans would have started to start to get a little restless. Yeah. Um but they, you know, the defense did their job and the offense had to be average just to win this game. They only scored 20 points. Um golf was eh, fine.
1: Yeah, he has um, some, he has some uh, some flashes, uh, but the the problem was Ritter didn't really have any flashes, and I was, for me, he wasn't passing the eye test, man.
2: Agreed, and you know it was a mixture of him not having time to throw, and then when he did have time to throw, uh, he overthrows his receivers quite frequently,
0: mm.
2: like he throws it over, like the whole idea of the Atlanta Falcons receiver core is that they're basically a basketball team. They're all over 64, 65.
0: Mm.
2: And he still manages to throw it too high for them to catch it. I I just I'm not oh. quite sure what's going on there, but I don't know. Uh yeah. Sam LaPorta, the rookie uh tight end for the for the Lions had a great game. Mm. Um he has quietly kind of emerged as a real most people, I mean, rookie tight ends don't usually don't usually matter until, like, year two or three. But this kid has been really great for three games.
1: Yeah, man. Really good. Shout out to him. Then we had the Saints-Packers. Uh, and, uh, yeah, Packers. This game might like, – this is an old-school football game, man. It felt like an old Lambo game. And the Packers pulled out a close victory over the Saints. Uh, and what was – yeah, it was nice. I like games like this. I know people like <clears throat> sparks and fireworks and all of that. Hmm. But – this was a a cool old school game.
2: Yeah. After watching my Falcons play like shit, watching the saints lose in the dying seconds of the game just sort of made my weekend. It was like (laughs) this sort of like the second best thing that could have happened last night. Uh, uh. Um, this was a tale of two halves. I mean, the saints defense was balling. Um, they were, it was a mixture of like, like they were, you know, they put a lot of pressure on Jordan love, um, and Jordan Love made a lot of really bad passes where he was overthrowing mm-hmm. his receivers, you know, shots that could have been touchdowns and he's overthrown them by 10 yards. Um but credit to the Green Bay Packers defense too because they woke up in the second yeah. half. You know, and blanked shut them out, yeah. Blanked them in the second half and 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 then, and then Jordan Love for whatever reason woke up in the fourth quarter and dropped 18 points on him. Um and played some very inspiring football in front of the home crowd. You know, tiptoeing down the sideline on a yeah. on a run when everybody thought he was going to go out of bounds, and um, you know, he just he he kind of balled the fuck out in the fourth quarter. You know what I like that they did.
1: Mm. They did the two point conversion one drive early. So <laughs> yeah, it took, it took pressure off of them. Yeah, to like really have to get it later. So on the first touchdown, they went ahead and uh, made it 11 points instead of making it 10 and trying to scrap in and go for two points later. I like that they did that. That was a cool little thing. It was interesting.
2: It's one of those plays where, like, if you don't get it, everyone's yeah. going to go – everyone's going to blame LaFleur. Yeah. But because he got it, LaFleur's a genius. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: but, yeah, they got it, and it, it was a ballsy move. Uh yeah, we'll get to Josh McDaniels later when it comes to <laughs> idiot, <laughs> idiot boneheads making some
1: moves. Yeah, some moves.
2: But, uh, but yeah, the Packers pulled it out at home. Um, Romeo Dobbs looked great. Uh, yeah. He had some he had some beautiful catches. Uh, Somebody so did, said
1: all their receivers are second year or or younger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty cool, man. With Jordan think, being the experienced veteran in the room,
2: <laughs> I think Romeo Dobbs is the only one here. That I see on the list, who's, I mean, he's he's yeah, J- Jaden Reed, Luke Musgrave, uh this kid, I can't, Dontavian Wicks, they're
1: all rookies, right. And then Watson is only a second-year player when he gets back, so mm-hmm. he's just got a young. If that if that receiver core turns out to be hot, man, that NFC North got something to worry about for the next two years.
2: Great to see that they could win a game without
1: um Christian Watson. Oh, you mean uh, 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 uh yeah, I you're about the running back, Jones. <laughs> I can't
2: have... Yeah, yeah, Jones? yeah, yeah. Aaron Jones. Um, a A-A A Ron. A Ron. Yeah. Um, because I was a little worried about them when I when they because they announced that pretty late, like right before the game started, they announced that he wasn't going to go. Uh, oh. Also, we failed to mention that Derek Carr got knocked out of this game with a shoulder oh, yeah. injury. We yeah. got to see some Jameis Winston who who. You know, he was fine.
0: Same um, stats.
1: Certainly not the reason they lost. Mm. Um, but yeah. Jameis was trying. Uh, it's just the uh, Packers defense is good. Saints defense is good. And we got a defensive uh, matchup that we thought we were going to get anyway. That's so we bet the under.
2: Speaking of defensive matchups, what the hell happened yes. here at Denver Broncos? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, they lit a match. And set themselves on fire. Uh, (laughs) Miami Dolphins putting up 70 points. I was beside myself with joy Mm, last night. We are running around my living room. I'm falling all over the place. We're breaking shit. It was insane. Dolphins breaking records. I'm breaking shit in my living room. They're breaking records. It was fantastic. I loved every minute of it. Um, Every week we're seeing new uh, parts of this offense coming out. I had The first week, I had never seen that sprint towards the sidelines, snap the ball straight out of motion into a deep route. I had never seen that before. Then last week, I hadn't seen a dig route going into a wheel. And then mm-hmm. uh, this week, I hadn't seen a motion into a screen to the motioning player. I don't know, man. It's just some <laughs> cool, cool stuff. And I think uh, Miami might be way ahead of the league right now. And they're just going to be putting up a lot of points, man. And they and four touchdowns by two players. It's crazy. Two running backs. The running I, game looked nasty. The offensive line looks fixed. Tua is Tua. And it's like, what is going to happen, man? The thing you're supposed so what, to do is hurt Tua. Nobody's going to hurt him. Like, the offensive line is a wall.
2: It's great. So they had eight total touchdowns last night. Is that
1: true? They had ten touchdowns.
2: Ten touchdowns. Yeah. And like over 700 yards total yeah. offense. 729
1: or something like that, second most ever. And they uh they could have scored the most points ever but they took a knee at the end. Mm. The most points ever is 72 and they had 70. They could have kicked the field goal at the end but they decided to take a knee. The all the crowd was booing.
2: <laughs> now you had a theory about you had a theory about why uh, Miami was so motivated to beat Sean Payton.
1: Yeah, man. Uh, Sean Payton well, uh, came <laughs> as a, a few things. Uh, Sean, uh, first of all, Mike McDaniel was a ball boy for the Broncos growing up. Yep. And they never even looked at him to be the head coach. They Didn't mm. even get an interview. Mm. Sean Payton last year was saying that Tua needed to be benched. He was an analyst and he was saying Tua needed to be benched. And I feel like Mike McDaniel tries to get back at these people. Like last year, he was trying to go at the Chargers and like make Tua the star. And I think that's why they failed, because he mm. overdid it. And this time, and, and against the 49ers, he was trying to show off with Tua. And then they they failed. And this time, it seems like he's, he's, he might be a vindictive dude, man.
2: <laughs> and, well, uh, Sean- he, was
1: trying to, he was trying to stick it to Sean Payton.
2: Sean Payton got his wish. Tua Tagovailoa was benched in this game. Um uh, when, when the score got out of hand, Mike White came in, went two for two, and threw a touchdown pass himself. So be careful what you wish for, Sean Payton.
1: Exactly.
2: Be careful what you wish for. Um yeah, interesting that he never got an interview for and and I'm assuming and this was before Nathaniel he got the, the so they took Nathaniel Hackett instead. <laughs> oh god do the math on that one wow um this was crazy i mean we were sitting here on the sofa on our end me and the kids were just like what the fuck is happening i wish we could have borrowed some of your points you could have stuck them in a truck and (laughs) drove them up
1: up to atlanta probably or or could have thrown them to you with his off hand since he threw two touchdowns like that
2: exactly (laughs)
1: I'd like to donate 14 points to uh, to Atlanta.
2: <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen yeah. Atlanta win a game like this, ever. I, you guys must have been loving it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I've seen a, some blowouts, but this was a complete every facet of the game, except for special teams. We did give up a special teams touchdown, but every it was like complete dominance of a team where it felt like everything went right. We're just running the ball all over these guys. They had over 350 rushing yards and over 350 passing yards in the same game.
2: I want to give a shout out to the reporter who who threw some some just a level shade at uh, Sean Payton in the post game presser as 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 Payton was talking about how embarrassed he was by the result. Yeah, and the yeah. reporter asked him, "I know you said it's embarrassing, but this is kind of a historic game." To which Payton said, "Yeah, I'm aware." Uh, the reporter said, third time a team has scored 70 points and had over 700 yards. And Peyton says, what's the question?
0: <laughs> 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 the
2: reporter says, how do you feel about it being historically embarrassing?
1: <laughs> Peyton's like,
2: I just told you, next question.
1: <laughs> I mean, fantastic.
2: this guy, this I'm hoping this is a Dolphins beat reporter who asked him this question oh, because probably. that is like, I yeah, mean, that the is Miami some serious, serious. They need to give that man or woman a key to the city for asking that question. That was pretty great.
1: And they're saying Mike McDaniel gets up for these Hall of Fame coaches that he goes up against. So mm. it's like, and there's a few more. I know, Super Bowl winning coaches is what they said. Super Bowl oh, winning yeah, coaches. it's kind of a thing that he just takes them down. So it's fun, man. I'm ready yeah. to see what else they got in this offense. It's got to be more. It's got to be a headache for any team that's got to go up against them.
2: I said it last week. This is the, you don't want to see this team on your schedule
1: for next week. No until somebody figures something out and they're not just doing the deep over the middle anymore. It's woof. Mm. It's tough. Crazy. I might, might've been wrong when I picked them to lose the Super Bowl.
2: Maybe, maybe.
1: All right. Chargers, Vikings. Uh, this was a, a Chargers, the Vikings, the game.
2: (laughs) Indeed. The, uh, the two teams who just for whatever reason, always wind up in a one-score game late. uh, And somebody had to win. Somebody had to lose. uh, And the Chargers (laughs) – I mean, both teams made mistakes late. Um, Brandon Staley made a number of, like, weird coaching decisions in the fourth quarter that could have given this game away.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, But ultimately, in the end, the Vikings just couldn't – they just couldn't – they didn't have what it took in the end to sort of – to pull that you, you kind of felt like it was coming you know some sort of late game heroics uh but cousins gets picked off in the end zone at the end and that was pretty yeah. much the ball game uh 28 to Save 24 brandon
1: staley's <clears throat> job
2: i think justin herbert saved Br- oh, brandon yeah. staley's job i mean he the the stat lines between these two quarterbacks are just insane justin yeah. herbert is 40 for 47, 405 yards and three touchdowns. Kirk cousins is 32 for 50, 367 yards, three touchdowns Mm. and a pick. Uh, The pick was obviously at the end um, as they're, you know, trying to win the game, but it was, I mean, almost a hundred passes thrown by these, by these two guys. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. I, it, Herbert didn't really have a choice. He had to throw the ball. They couldn't run the ball. For some reason, the Chargers' run game is just, it just doesn't work without Austin Eckler, who did not play in this game. Um, Joshua Kelly had 11 carries for 12 yards. I mean, this is like, Wow! You know, he's their leading rusher. Keenan Allen had a day, 18 catches for 215 yards. Mike Williams had 121 yards and a touchdown. Keenan Allen threw a touchdown to Mike Williams in this game. That was crazy. <laughs> yeah. That was so great. I loved it.
1: Super wide open gadget play. Yeah.
2: Mm. I don't know. The Vikings. um are in trouble. 0-3 is never a good thing. And um, I, I don't, I don't, I don't. They f- they feel like, you know, two years ago they lost all these one-score games, and last year they won them all. I, I feel like they've regressed back to what we thought they were uh, two years ago. Yeah. And um, Brandon Staley lives to fight another day. We- we'll see how long that lasts. I'm not really yeah, sure. Yeah,
1: man. He's got to be on the shortest leash ever.
2: Hmm. Man, we
1: got, he, we got it the, would have been
2: terrible had he lost this game. For
1: oh, yeah. <laughs> so he, he got to get fired. Uh, then we got the uh, Patriots Jets. Shit know, bowl. A shootout. <laughs> shit bowl. A shit bowl. <clears throat> Brought to you by X-Lex. <laughs> Who I mean, expected anything different? This is what we expected. We put a parlay bet on this one. We knew this was going to be a low-scoring game that the Jets lose, and that's what we got.
2: I mean, I felt like the Patriots gave the Jets multiple opportunities to win this
1: game late. Yeah, they're like a, a bad team too, man. They're almost um, the same team except for Mac Jones is more serviceable and uh Patriots got a little uh, – no, it's like the same team. <laughs> now you think, I think about it and the Patriots have a better coach.
2: I mean, they literally gave them three – the defense gave them three chances to win this game. After the Jets scored their only touchdown of the game – to make it, it to get within three points, it's 13 to 10 at that point. Um, they forced three straight punts from the Patriots, mm-hmm. which, you know, there you go. You, 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 is it. You, All you need is a. You got three straight punts. You've got almost two minutes or almost three minutes on the clock, which is plenty of time if you have a serviceable quarterback to move down yeah. the field and win this football game. And. You know, instead of doing that, um, Zach Wilson gets a safety. You said it. Matthew Judon was probably going to decide this game, and he did. He <laughs> wrapped him up in the end zone. Yeah. Uh, Patriots go up 15 to 10. And even then, even then, you can still – they they force the Patriots to a three and out. They get the ball back. And then, um, you know. Oh, they they almost it, caught
1: the Hail Mary.
2: They did almost catch that Hail Mary. Uh, Randall Cobb was right there. It was – he yeah. he could have had it. Uh, if he was just a little to the left. But it's I, – I just – I think we, we've spoken about this before. I, I just feel like I can understand that you are hoping that Zach Wilson, after a year of being in the system and, and having sat behind Rodgers throughout uh, throughout training camp, like maybe this kid has learned something. Maybe he's, maybe he's evolved. Maybe he's better. But I think that through two games – I I just feel like the or, the Jets organization. You cannot watch these last two games and think that it's okay to play out the rest of the season with Zach Wilson as your quarterback. I, I'm, convinced. I'm convinced.
1: I'm convinced that
2: man. they got to go find something.
1: Anything. It makes it look like they don't know, like they're bad at their jobs. You know what I mean? Because it's, 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 it's a mind fuck for all of us who are like used to the NFL being, for the most part, a meritocracy. And mm-hmm. then you get this guy out here playing like shit, and we all see it. We all know it. On the sidelines, it looks like the players are like, what the fuck? And then this guy comes back out there and then fucks up again. It's like, it's not fair. <laughs> You're either bad at your job or you don't care. And I don't know
2: which one's right. worse. Yeah. And I don't think it's that you don't care. Right. Um Or it could mean... I mean, there. I guess there is a universe where it's like, you've okay, well, I guess we're just going to give up on this season. Yeah. But what does that say to the other 52 guys on the team? Exactly. It's you not know fair. what I mean?
1: All of them could go out there and break their ankle, you know? Exactly. Not fair at all. You should be giving them the best opportunity to have success. Hmm. Then we got the Bills-Washington. Uh, The Bills were on. We all had the Bills on upset alert. We were like, Washington's pretty frisky. Uh, Bills better be on their P's and Q's. And the Bills mm. came out on their P's and motherfucking Q's, man. <laughs> beat oh, yeah. the brakes off Washington. They were out
2: here sacking and picking off Sam Howell over and over and over and over, my friend. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Nine sacks. They had nine sacks in this game. Nine, six, nine sacks, four interceptions. Uh, I think they fumbled too. Yeah. Antonio Gibson fumbled the ball. Um, yeah. Nine sacks, 10 tackles for a loss, 15 QB hits. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, we said it before, um, you know, the Commanders had played pretty well defensively in the first half. Yeah. Um, Buffalo only put up 16 points. It's 16 to nothing at the half. That's, that's you know, you can still get back yeah, in that football manageable. game. Yeah, yeah home. Um, yeah. But they just – the Bills' defense was just – just everywhere um and sam how this was sam howell's welcome to the nfl moment like yeah it it, this is this is harder than you think um and then after all those picks and obviously you know when you have that many turnovers buffalo's playing with a short field all night long yeah Uh, in the fourth quarter it just got completely out of hand buffalo scored 21 points in the fourth quarter and it was just like lights lights out lights out damn Unbelievable. Yeah,
1: not much more to say about that. I <laughs> <laughs> not to say about that. Mm. we got the Texans-Jaguars in the upset of the week. How about Should've it? it. Should have called it. I looked at it, but I, I didn't call it. This is
2: um. This is interesting. You know, it, it's – it's, it, <sighs> It's a tough game for the Jaguars last week, too, where they only managed a couple of field goals against the Chiefs. Um, and with the Texans looking like it could be a get-right game for the Jaguars, yeah. T-Law and Associates came out and just fell flat on their faces, to be honest.
1: Yeah, man. They didn't um, show up to court. <laughs>
2: <laughs> exactly. They've been held in contempt. <laughs> uh, and I felt pretty lucky, actually, Um I was forced to pick up C.J. Stroud as my quarterback in fantasy because both of my quarterbacks were injured. He so looked was like, good. And I was worried, but he, he was great, man. He was, what is it, 20 for 30, 280 yards, two touchdowns. He played clean. Yeah. Uh, he, he looked great. And it wasn't yeah, like they man. had much of a run game because, you know, I mean, Damian Pierce had a rushing touchdown, but he only had 31 total rushing yards. Um, so it was really kind of – on Stroud to win this game, and him and Tank Dell had a night. Tank Dell had five receptions for 145 yards and a touchdown. I think the touchdown was a deep. It was like a busted coverage, 68 yard touchdown pass. Where it was one of those ones where he catches it and they're in a Jaguar in sight. You're like, what is going on here?
1: Yeah, is that whole division one and two? Oh no, Colts won. Colts are winning the division two to one or two to one right now. That's so
2: crazy. The rest
1: of the teams are one and two. What a shitty division.
2: (laughs) I I have to imagine the Jaguars are feeling – I mean, everyone was just – had Everyone had crowned crowned the Jaguars before the season even started. Uh, And then, I mean, fine, you lose to the Chiefs. Nobody thought you were going to win that game. Um, But you come out and you get – You drop 37 points to what's supposed to be – one of the worst teams in football. Um mm-hmm. I'm really impressed with what D'Amico Ryan's is doing
1: in Houston. I was gonna say that, man. Jacksonville might their window might be closing. They better get that shit together.
2: I I really think that yeah, D'Amico Ryan's is doing a great job. Um didn't they they yeah. blocked a punt in this game too, didn't they? Did they? I didn't see that. I think the rookie blocked a punt. Uh Will oh, Anderson. Nice. Um, Good. That'd so between probably. Will Anderson Jr., the rookie edge rusher and CJ Stroud, their rookie quarterback, um Texans look look all right.
1: Yeah, they, they look, do all, look right. all right. Uh then we got the Colts and the Ravens in another upset. Overtime thriller. Overtime thriller. What the hell? <laughs> That's what I was thinking as I watched this. Is this really happening? Did they just did this? Hmm. And they, they indeed just did this. 19 Um, to 22 man uh uh was it Andy Dalton came in there no he was on the Panthers
2: Gardner uh Gardner Minshew Minshew, that's
1: what it was yeah it's
2: out here dealing wheeling and dealing um (laughs) it's kind of hard to understand how the Ravens
1: lost this game I don't I don't get it I mean Lamar
2: Jackson did everything you could possibly ask him to do except throw a touchdown pass. He didn't throw any touchdowns, but he had, he had over a hundred yards rushing and two rushing touchdowns. Um, and he, he still threw the ball for over 200 yards, but it was just, I I don't know what the hell happened here. Like they just, did they have a lot of what's their, were they one of those teams that had like a bunch of penalties?
1: Not really. No.
2: I don't know what the Cold fuck happened. Penalties. <laughs> yeah. I don't
1: either, man. They lost two fumbles.
2: No, that's right. Yeah, maybe that's it. It's the fumbles. Yeah. Because the Colts, I mean, the Colts obviously they had a decent game. Menchu wasn't great, but he was good. I mean, he was 27 yeah. for 44 and a touchdown pass. Zach
1: Moss looked really good. And he gave um, him two points. Menchu gave him two points, man. Yeah, that's true. Zach he Moss. out of the back of the end zone. <laughs>
2: That's right. He did the Orlovsky. <laughs> Stepped out of the back of the end zone. Zach yeah. Moss, a great, um, yeah. 122 yards on 30, ca-
1: 30 carries. Jesus Christ! Are yeah. they trying to, yeah. trying to kill this man? Trying to
0: kill this <laughs> man.
2: They, they got, got
1: Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> They're like, well, we got Jonathan Taylor. He'll be back.
2: They don't give a fuck about this man. <laughs> um, <laughs> overtime was kind of a was a hot mess. Like mess, neither team. Yes look like they were capable of scoring. It was just... Justin I, I, dude, Tucker missed a kick.
1: Justin Tucker.
2: Oh, and it was on target, too. And uh, it was just like, what, like two, three feet short?
1: Yeah, man.
2: I, I was like, I was like, oh, it's good, it's good. And I was like,
1: oh, yeah. fuck, it's short. I want them to get out of there with that victory, man. Nope.
2: I mean, the, it, the Ravens obviously made a huge mistake in overtime. Um, you know, they went for it on fourth down in... Um, it basically, at midfield, um, and they failed, which meant that the Colts put together like three or four plays, and there they were in field goal yeah. range, and that was ball game.
1: Um, but otherwise, they'd have been playing for a tie, and you don't want to play for a tie,
2: unless you're Levy Smith, of course.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so I I get it. they were like, we got to we got to do it. Time's running out. So. This
2: is a tough one. This was, um, I mean, it was definitely a good, good game, f- good for the Bengals, who are struggling to yeah. put together their first win of the year to see the Ravens lose, because this is not a game you would have expected the Ravens to lose against the Colts.
1: Yeah. We'll see tonight, man, because the Bengals mm-hmm. get, to, get to play. Maybe they can keep up. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. The next game is the Panthers versus the Seahawks. And that's where Andy mm. Dalton comes in. Mm-hmm. But why was uh what was Bryce Young out? He's a what kind of injury did he have?
2: I think it's a shoulder injury. Okay. Or a rib injury. I can't remember. It's something because he's so short and he's been he's yeah, you know, he's one of the most sacked quarterbacks in the league since yeah, in the first
1: getting him beat
0: up two man. weeks.
2: Um but um I, it, you know, a lot of people thought that Andy Dalton actually gave Carolina a better chance to win this football game, and they were – I did too. They did not – they didn't win, um, but he looked good. I mean, he, he he's better than Bryce Young, Andy Dalton. It, it reminded opinion. me
1: of uh, when Joe Flacco was the Jets quarterback and Zach Wilson was, like, struggling. Hmm. And I was, like, licking my chops for us to go against Zach Wilson, but then we had brought that same defense against – Flacco, he's seen everything already. So he was kind of like picking us apart a little bit. We won the game, but it was like, oof. Hmm. This is a veteran quarterback. It goes a long way. You've seen everything. Hmm. But shout out to K-9, though.
2: K-9 had a hell of a night. 18 carries for 97 yards and two touchdowns. He, had, he also had a lot of receiving yards, too. Almost 60 yards receiving. Um, Shout out to Zach Charbonnet, too. Man, he... He only had like 46 yards rushing, but man,
1: he's he yeah. does not
2: look like he's very fun to tackle.
1: No. Nah. <laughs> punishing runner. Yeah. Yeah, he does not look fun to tackle. They um, have all punishing runners. DJ Dallas is a big a load too <laughs> and Kenneth Walker. Man, they're out mm-hmm. here trying to bang you up. And shout out to Seattle's um run defense
2: as well because they they the, the run defense for Seattle is usually part of the problem. Um mm-hmm. But it wasn't last night. They held him to 44 total uh, rushing yards. They had a hard time uh, keeping up with Adam Thielen, which is kind of problematic. It's not like <laughs> some 30-something-year-old white guy. It shouldn't be hard to find him.
1: Uh, yeah, he was getting you know, a lot of ga- garbage time stuff too, though.
2: 11 catches, 145 yards, and a touchdown. Yeah. DJ Chart yeah. had some nice plays. But Seattle... You know, once Seattle got the lead, it, it they just it just looked like they were never going to give it up. Um, yeah, they played they played smart football all the way to the end. Um, they got involved into a, a bit of a dogfight here, but they managed to come out on top.
1: Yeah, um, after the half, because uh, at the half they were down, and then uh, it came they came out and pulled away, and then stayed in the lead. So yeah. I was a little worried for a bit.
2: Yeah, because Carolina. Time. I mean, Carolina put up 14 points in the fourth quarter, so they they had a nice surge to try and um, win this football game. But but Seattle yeah. kind of matched them step for step and um, and just closed this one out. So yeah, good for them. They're they're doing great. Two starting the year two and one. Carolina's obviously zero and three. I don't I don't think you hit the panic button in Carolina because nobody had any real no.
1: expectations for them this year. No. Um. So. Yeah, but when I get, uh, I know the one thing. When I get up into my sixties, I want to have as much juice in me as uh, Pete Carroll, man. Jeez, Louise. Yeah, that man, dude, He was running out, yelling at the refs. He threw his gum at somebody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did. He threw his gum, and they were like, "I wonder uh, if uh, the the guy's gonna have to reload him later." <laughs> like crazy. So, yeah, the gum reloader. Uh, then we had the Bears putting up a good fight against the Chiefs, man. <laughs> this one's so close. Yeah, <laughs> forty-one to ten. Another, we got to see another uh, backup quarterback. When you, we knew Blaine Gabbert was going to see some time in this.
2: Oh yeah, Blaine Gabbert out here balling. Uh, Blaine Gabbert goes three for five, no touchdown passes, two interceptions. Good job, Blaine. But
1: uh, well, Patrick was, Mahomes is out here doing his thing, man.
2: I mean, this this was this was an absolute joke. I mean, it was. Um, I don't know. I don't remember the last time I've heard of a football team having a a week like the Bears have had. Um, mm. You know, it starts with with Justin Fields giving this press conference where he seems to blame the coaching for why he's not playing well, and then he has to mm. come out and kind of clarify. And then he yes. tried to go on defense and say that the media was putting words in his mouth, or and then and then they y'all put my words in my mouth man (laughs) and then they went to all this trouble to release a picture of of justin fields hugging his offensive coordinator like we're friends we love each other Uh, and then they go on the road coordinator resigns don't forget that part right defensive coordinator resigns out of nowhere and then they go on the road to play the chiefs and while they're gone Like a $100,000 worth of like maintenance equipment gets stolen from the Bears facility. It's like, what a weird week for the Chicago Bears. Like nothing is going right for them. Can we get to week four? (laughs) So bizarre. I mean, Justin Fields, you know, he got to play the way he wanted to play. This is the Mm. problem. You know, the problem with this is that we can all sit here and say that You know, they need to take the leash off of Justin Fields and let him play the way he wants to play. But they did this last year. Exactly. And it didn't didn't work. They only won four football games last year.
1: They they should say that to him. Look, man, we tried your way. Do you want to win or not? Here's how we win in this system. Like, we can't win with what you're doing, man. You know what you get? You get people saying that you're fun and a good quarterback. But if you have as many rushing attempts as you do completed passes, we got a problem. (laughs)
2: That's a good point. He has... <laughs> we got a problem. He has 11 completions,
1: and 11 he also carries.
2: has 11 carries. That's that's a very good point. And he passed <laughs> for 99 yards. I mean, it's, it's just... Like,
1: it's like Tannehill numbers yesterday.
2: <laughs> worse,
1: I think. Yeah, no, Tannehill had like 89 yards, something like that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. It, I feel it, bad,
1: man. But I, uh, I'm in I told you so mode. I've been out on Justin Fields for a while. He's a bad quarterback. They need mm. to come to terms with that. I'm sure they have. I think he would he would be better in 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 New York. So maybe they should try to get a trade going to try to revive uh, something, mm. get something from him because they could probably fleece the Jets a little bit with, uh, to get Justin Fields. Mm. Yeah, maybe. I also, think it would good- work better in New York, and they would probably like get some type of offense that works for him.
2: I feel like the ghost of of that what has to. Be historically, in hindsight, one of the worst draft decisions of all time. Moving up to the number two overall pick to take, um, mm-hmm. to take, um, Mitch Trubisky instead Mitch. of Patrick Mahomes, you Money know, make making Mitch, and <laughs> then Mahomes comes in here and drops forty one points on your head like an mm-hmm. anvil. Uh, it's yeah, just, it's, it's, it's tough. Um,
1: Isaiah Pacheco, shout out to him, man. He has some pop.
2: He's he's also another person that does not look fun to tackle. Like, his his legs feel yeah. violent and angry.
1: Uh, I got one last shout-out for this game, too, man. Because mm. we thought this guy was out of work, right? The guy who was always training the camera on uh, on Tom Brady warming up. Remember the Tom Brady warm-up shot we always saw? Mm-hmm. That guy's been out of work until this game, when he got to train the camera on Taylor Swift <laughs> <laughs> in the box the whole time. The Tom Brady warm-up shot guy is back <clears throat> with the Taylor Swift celebration shot.
2: I I don't know what to think about all this. Like I, I, I ultimately, I do not I don't, care. <laughs> I did not care if if yeah. Travis Kelsey is dating Taylor Swift. I'm not a Swiftie. I don't dislike her. No. I just don't care. And I I. Like I, my kids played a bunch of her songs the other night because I said, I don't even think mm. I know any of her songs. And out of the 10 songs that they played, I think I had heard two of them. It's just oh, not okay. in my wheelhouse. I just, I'm not interested. Right. That being said, the whole PR circus around it, mm. the fact that she shows up at the game and she's shouting the let's fucking go when Kelsey yeah, scores cool. a touchdown. Yeah. Um that I, it's fun. I get it. I get why the yeah. internet is probably breaking uh, all over yeah. the place because of this. It's quite funny.
1: Um, these two. But I, I would say that uh, I want to throw in there that uh, it's a downgrade from his ex. <laughs> <laughs> so mean. Taylor Swift is Taylor Swift, but uh, Travis Kelsey's ex was uh, she was a bad one. Hmm. That's all I'm saying. <laughs>
0: Uh, well, either right. way, we'll
2: see how. <laughs> I'm done. We'll I'm, how. I'm. I'm. I'm,
1: I'm, so, I'm we're canceled. all
2: waiting. We're all waiting to see how long it lasts, and uh, you know how many songs will she get out of uh, out of her Travis Kelsey breakup. So that's that's pretty much her mo, as far as I know. So
1: yeah, good for them. Yeah, man. All right, uh, upset next. of the week. Yeah. Uh, no, I thought we had upset of the week, right? What's up? Oh, the Cardinals, huh? I'd say this is upset of the week. Yeah, easily, yeah. <laughs> Car- Cardinals beat the Cowboys. I don't know how. I don't know what. I don't know what to make of this, man. This one this one messed my head up. I was watching I, it. I was watching it. I was like how is this happening? I can tell you exactly
2: how. Two things. One they had a plan for for Micah Parsons. And he, he, I mean, Parsons eventually did get a sack, but they really, they had a legit plan for him and it took Mm. a while for him to get involved uh, in the pressures. Um, And two, the Cowboys, I mean, they had 10 first half penalties in this game. Mm. I mean, they were just killing. They, They finished the game with 13 penalties for 107 yards. Yeah. And the other reason the other reason why they won this game is because somebody just forgot to tell Joshua Dobbs and James Conner that they're gonna suck this year.
0: Yeah.
2: I mean, these two guys are like everyone thought the Cardinals were gonna come out and everyone. in this again, how many times have we had this conversation that tanking is not real? Right. I understand that the that the front office may make some decisions that lead you to think that this team is trying to create a scenario where it's going to be difficult to win, but those players who are on the field on Sunday, Mm. none of that shit matters. These guys Mm. go out there and play to win, and James Conner was just running dudes over. Joshua Dobbs was out here dealing, and he was making plays, too. Uh, He had 55 yards rushing himself, Um,
1: and... And sometimes I, it, it felt like they were like, it was okay, okay, game's over. Cause that's happened this season so far. Cardinals will pull out, scare everybody a little bit. Then the team will come and win over them. But this time, it didn't happen, man. The Cowboys only put up 16 points, man. Hmm.
2: And they nearly locked up CD Lamb. I mean, he, Lamb had seven targets, but he only had four receptions for 53 yards. Um, and every time the Cowboys made a play that made you think they were going to turn this thing around, yep. the one that was was probably the most uh, like the biggest gut punch for Cowboys fans was the punt return. Um, mm-hmm. Turpin had this great punt return where he nearly took it to the house, got them in yeah. great um, field position. I think they were only down by like ten at the time or something, or maybe less. And it was like, yeah. oh, this is going to this is where it shifts right here. Holding penalty brings it all the way back. I mean, they just – they kept stepping on their dicks all night long with these penalties.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, and then and the, uh, the uh, Dak Prescott afterwards was saying basically, well, you all are happy now. You put us on a pedestal and now we fall. And, uh, you know, now we can focus or whatever. It's like,
2: yeah, shut up. <laughs> whatever, dude.
1: <laughs> yeah, man, take your L. Uh, it's how it goes, man. You're uh, a team that looked – fantastic uh the first two games playing bad teams by the way I was going to say that they've been playing bad teams and this was another bad team mm-hmm. uh, but this bad team got the best of them still the NFL you got to beat them
2: shout out to the cardinals because honestly yeah you know they they lost obviously their first two games but they looked feisty in both of them yeah, um and they looked really like after having blown that huge lead to the Giants last week, you could really see the fire in their eyes in this game. They were like, We, I don't give a fuck who this is. Yeah, I get it. They're the Cowboys. We know who they yeah, are. We've got to plan. But we're going to punch them in the fucking mouth and we're going to win this football game. And that, that was pretty impressive,
1: actually. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Final game Raiders Steelers. Uh oh. In Vegas. Uh oh. And the Steelers came out there and, and beat them. And, uh, yeah. It's time to go.
2: Time to go to the principal's office.
1: <laughs> we, uh, our CCTV footage shows that Josh McDaniels right now is in the principal's office again. Yeah, man, they uh, took an L, and it's uh, you could blame it on coaching. You could blame it on uh, Garoppolo not knowing how to handle pressure. Newsflash: <laughs> Garoppolo can't handle pressure. Guess what the Steelers do? They pressure, and uh, they got to him. Uh, <laughs> they got to him over and over again man
2: unbelievable jimmy garoppolo 28 for 44 324 yards uh half of them to, to Devonte adams he had threw two yes, touchdown passes that was it. but he also had three interceptions he got sacked four times um i mean you know like you said he 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 put him under pressure and this man is he's gonna start seeing ghosts and this Steelers defense is no joke. I was shocked that Vegas was favored to win this game. And you and I right, called we it. we both were. Like, what is going well, on, man? We called it. Like, when we were doing our bets, we were like, there is no fucking way. No
0: way. Uh-huh.
1: Steelers win this game. And Garoppolo, um, he got folded up. Did you see he got folded up like an Alabama Brawl uh, uh, <laughs> folding oof, chair? Damn. <laughs> and, uh, but he came out all right. He, he limped for a little bit, but he came back and he finished the game. So I'm glad he's okay. Uh, Kenny Pickett, you know, he gave us a little something. Yeah, he had the yeah. deep, he had the deep post again. That seems like his favorite pass. But yeah, mm. the Steelers they did what they had to do, man.
2: I'm still a little concerned about the Steelers. Um, like, need like I just feel like they're not going to win games unless their defense shows up every week. Um, I've yet to see the offense be the reason why they won a game. Yeah. So I'd be a little worried about that. That being said, um, you know, they went into Vegas. They folded Jimmy Garoppolo up like a fucking folding chair, as you said. Josh Jacobs still cannot – is still just struggling for whatever reason. I don't know if it's him. I don't know if it's the offensive line. um, But for a guy who was last year's rushing leader, what a disappointing start to the season for him so far. Um, What
1: about the other Josh uh, who decided to go for a field goal with two minutes and 26 seconds left or whatever it was?
2: Yeah, explain to me the logic on that one.
1: Uh, How much time is in the game? Two minutes and 22 seconds left. Uh Uh, They're down by eight. Right. 15 to 23, two minutes, 22 seconds left. They kick a field goal and they never see the ball again. (laughs) They've scored. They held the, the Steelers scoreless in the second, in the fourth quarter. So they've scored, and uh, yeah, then they stop. I mean, even if you lose, even if you score the
2: touchdown and you fail to get the two point conversion to tie it, I don't think anyone is. I don't think anyone is criticizing you for that. No. You know what I mean? So, like, why are you kicking a field goal in that? I it makes no sense to me. I don't understand. Maybe they're
1: that. thinking we've been uh they haven't scored this quarter. We figured them out <clears throat> when they get the ball back, we'll stop them and get the ball back again and win it with a touchdown. I don't know. Because you're still gonna need a touchdown. You're still down five. Exactly. Makes no yeah. sense. So he's definitely in the principal's office with the with a math sheet in front of him so he can count.
2: <laughs> when
1: is their bye week? He may be the uh, if he keeps doing uh, okay. shit like that,
2: he could be the first coach fired.
1: Nah, I think Brandon Staley's got to be the first coach. <laughs> but it looks like the bye we'll week see. is the – Oh, it's later in the season. Mm. It looks like it's after the Chiefs game, November 26th. Hmm. I don't know what week that is. Hmm.
2: Oh, well. We'll see. Um, Yeah. Good win for the Steelers. Good for them. Two and one. Yeah. Unexpected.
1: Yeah, Steelers are two and one, man. Some people said they were going to win that division that nobody can figure out. I think in the end, it's going to be like it's been the last few years where somehow the Bengals win. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we still, by the way, do not know if Burrow is going to play tonight.
1: Oh, wow. Um, I think uh, if you're smart, yeah. you just sit him, man. Sit him. The t- your t- uh, the- your biggest rival, like if the Ravens would have won, I could understand the pressure, but go ahead, man. Play him. Yeah, because what's uh um, I mean. sit, sit him. Brownie. Let's go, Brownie. Or they also just signed
2: well, I wouldn't play him. They signed another quarterback, CJ McCarran, I think. Oh man.
1: AJ McCarron.
2: AJ McCarron. Exactly, A.J. McCarron, yeah.
1: Yeah, I remember that, dude. Yeah. All right, Uh, you got any superlatives? I got some superlatives.
2: Yeah, I can start. I mean, we might be in the same neighborhood on this one. MVP, some weeks there's really only one answer, and this week for me it's the Miami Dolphins running backs. Mm. Um, Devon A-chain, 18 carries for 203 yards. Uh, Rook. You know – T- t- the rushing t- two rushing touchdowns and then he had four mm. receptions for thirty yards for another two rushing touchdowns, uh, two receiving touchdowns. Mm. Mostert thirteen carries for eighty two yards three rushing touchdowns plus seven receptions for sixty yards and a touchdown. And then Christ even this Chris Brooks who I've never heard of. Had 66 rushing yards. Who the fuck is that? Running backs. Another rookie. (laughs) Running backs completely overshadowed the fact that Tyreek Hill had 157 (laughs) receiving yards and a touchdown. I mean, this performance uh, for a team that last year, I think McDaniel even said, like, it feels almost embarrassing that, like, how – insignificant our run game was last year. We're not going to make that mistake this year. And through two games, I was pleasantly surprised at how well Raheem Mostert has played, but then Devon A-Chain just exploded uh, onto the scene uh, to announce that, yeah, this rookie running back, he's relevant and he's going to, it's not always going to be the deep shot. These guys are going to run it right down your throat too. And I, I just, this was, this was one of the most dominant running back, room performances I've ever seen
1: good one man Uh, my real MVP is Mike McDaniel and not why you think he is because he was my MVP last week this is a two week in a (laughs) row MVP but this one is because the Dolphins had 70 points they had scored 10 touchdowns and were it was possible that they could put themselves in the history books as we mentioned earlier He's got some history with the Denver Broncos. There's some possible get-back vindictiveness that was involved in this game when he let Tua go off and and stuck it to the the Broncos big time. Uh, Even with the backups, it just was like just beating their asses. And now they could be the most scoring ever in NFL history. And it was fourth down, and he decided to take a knee and give the ball back to the Broncos. Hmm. and I think that's what makes him a real MVP because he put all that other shit aside. People would have definitely, if he did it, there would have been a a sector of people that would have been like, oh, that's fucked up, that's unsportsmanlike. It would have taken the attention off of where the attention needed to be in this good football team that's forming down in Miami and would have put it on if it was right or wrong for them to do that and it would have been a distraction and it would have been a question that they had to answer at their press conference and all this stuff. But he just set it aside Took the knee and keep plowing along like a real MVP should. So Hmm. that's why this week, uh, Mike McDaniel, he's just showing like class. He's got the team believing. He's doing it in a different way. Real MVP. Nice. Uh, My trash for this week, Zach Wilson. Who's surprised by this, man? (laughs) It's so obvious that this guy's holding his team back. The coach knows it. The team knows it. He knows it. The analysts know it. You know it. Skip, I know it. Everybody knows it. You got to do something. This defense is too good to just saddle them with the pressure of having to keep teams under 15 points just so they can have a chance to win. It's unfair to all the players that are putting their bodies on the line. They deserve better than Wilson. Defenses can stack the box, and there's nothing Wilson can do about it, despite having one of the top young receivers in the league. He took sack after sack, missed read after read, and finally found a way to give the defense points with that inexcusable safety late in the fourth quarter. There are options out there. This guy shouldn't be in the league. Zach Wilson, you are trash.
0: Mm,
2: Good one. Um, I'm actually going to go with Sam Howell Oh, as my trash. Uh, A lot of chatter coming into this game about how uh, Sam Howell reminded a lot of analysts of Josh Allen. Um, <laughs> I don't. I don't know if they meant the interception-prone version of Josh Allen. <laughs> hey, it is what it um, is. <laughs> this dude was 19 for 29, 170 yards, zero touchdowns, and four motherfucking picks. And in a mm. game where the defense played really well in the first half, Howell gets sacked nine times and posted a 41.5 QB rating. I'm sorry, but it doesn't really get Mm. much worse than that. This dude, Mm. for me, is my week three trash.
1: Oh, wow. You got any shit got learned?
2: I do. Um, A lot of times my shit got learned is something that I feel like I already knew, but this one actually genuinely snuck up on me. Okay. Watching Sean, watching this Sean Payton led Broncos go 0-3 might be my favorite thing to start the season. Mm. Um, he's already been out here trying to b- blame Russell Wilson w- without mm-hmm. saying it completely out loud, claiming that he needs to change the verbiage of the play calls because Wilson is too slow. Um, mm. You know, And then it's like you go out and you get absolutely boat raced by the Dolphins.
1: Talk shit about yeah. the last coach.
2: Yeah, you talk shit about the last coach. You talk shit about the quarterback. Talk mm-hmm. about how he should have been benched. Uh, and then, you know, your defense, which is, you know, it is supposed to save the day just got completely dominated. And I think it just sort of reminded me, you know, Sean Payton has always been kind of a prick.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: Um, I, I, maybe some people remember this, maybe some don't, but. I mean, I can remind you that this is the man who essentially won a Super Bowl on the backs of offering financial rewards to his own defensive players for injuring opposing players. Got suspended for a year for that shit. I mean, this is a man who... got
1: suspended for a year, right?
2: Yeah. This is a man who did... Sean Payton got suspended for a year. He was out for a year for that? I forgot. Yeah. I I thought it was just Williams. Okay. No, they made a whole movie about it. Oh, shit. That Netflix movie where... You know, fucking mall cop plays Sean Payton. He was suspended from the game for a year. Okay. He hates to lose, and I'm just loving the idea that after throwing all this money at Sean Payton's brilliant football mind into a into a, you know, and it just all resulted in a pile mm. of shit for the Broncos. Mm. Um, to be clear, Broncos fans, I I've always kind of liked the Broncos. And I Same. do hope that they return to a state of relevance at some point. Um, but as long as you have Sean Payton as your coach, I, I feel like I'm kind of out on the Broncos. Um, mm. My Kyle Shanahan take is not maturing well, so I guess I'm sort of shifting it to Sean Payton. <laughs> um, so to, you know, full full disclosure, I'm just sort of I, Kyle Shanahan take is not working, so I'm just going to go with Sean Payton now. Fuck that guy. Right.
1: <laughs> wow. All right, my shit got learned. Is uh, the quirky coach revolution is in full throttle,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, man, the uh, <laughs> we made fun of Nick Sirianni and each of his each individual speeches. <laughs> Each of his individual each individual speeches <laughs> everyone uh, in the we building, wondered yeah. <laughs> we wondered if the allegedly half black cool nerd Mike McDaniel will be able to get a room full of jocks to buy into his cool offensive scheme with his Yale concepts and whatnot and now they're this Jonathan Gannon guy who thought it was okay to commit to a, to not commit to a quarterback a week before the season he had the worst uh pre-season uh, speech ever that was a uh Made fun of on the internet over and over, where he just sounded like, just who is this guy, this weirdo guy? <laughs> and then the season starts, and this guy's supposed to be losing every game big time. And these quirky coaches are just coming in there, and they're not leaders of men, but mm. they're finding a way to get these guys motivated to win the game in a different way. And it's pretty cool, and it looks like the revolution is here to stay.
2: That's a good one. I like it. God- Can I tell a quick story about Mike McDaniel that I heard last week? I listened to um, the Ringer fantasy football podcast. Mm -hmm. And and one of the guys on there was talking about a journalist friend of his who was covering the combine Mm -hmm. who somehow wound up in a taxi with Mike McDaniel. Okay. Like he shared a taxi with him. Um, And... As you do, you're sitting there sharing a taxi with someone you've never met before. The guy introduced himself. He 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 said, "Hey, my name is so and so, and I work for blah blah blah." Uh, and Mike McDaniel turned to him with a complete straight face and said, "Oh, cool." He's like, "Hi, my my name is Mike. I um I fold t-shirts at the Tennessee Titans Pro Shop." Nice to meet you.
1: <laughs> 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 and he he knew it was Mike McDaniel. <laughs>
2: yeah, of course he did. Oh. <laughs> and, and it's just like
1: yeah. he's
2: he's Corky, such a weirdo. Man. I love yeah, this man. guy. He's very funny.
1: Yeah, man. He's uh he has a what I forget what he said. He was quoting um this thing. I forget what it's called, man. He was quoting some like zen thing that he listens to like mm. in, of affirmations. I like his whole story. But mm. he's just one of the revolution of coaches that I think is good for us and all of this <laughs> this toxic masculinity shit that we've been fed mm. uh since we're little to, to know that to think that's the way it has to be yeah even though uh sometimes it works dan campbell you know what i mean sometimes mm. it works and sometimes um uh, it's, it's good to know that there's other ways that it can work agreed my my scariest afc team come on now dolphins who's yours
2: agreed Who? what are we doing here if you can't say <laughs> dolphins i don't know the team <laughs> you drop that many
1: points on somebody this is terrifying I,
2: yeah uh, uh, yeah and uh, yeah.
1: the uh, scariest NFC team for me is the 49ers, too. Especially with the yeah. Cowboys dropping it like that. <clears throat> Agreed. Uh, yeah, man. I'm hoping that changes. I mm. want to see some more teams come up in there, man. Get scary. <sighs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I could do my spec. Okay. Put some spec on Jordan Love, man. hm mm. in the shadows all this time. Had a little adversity at the beginning of the game. Came out. One with his legs, one with his arms Got the victory Because of a missed field goal But you know, he did what he had to do And uh, putting all of that past monkeys on it's still a gigantic monkey on his shoulders He's uh, slowly and surely getting it off of his back It's back or shoulders, whatever He's getting the Mm. monkey off his back a little bit more So uh, put some speck on Jordan Love, man You're going to have to watch out for that guy
2: Mm. Agreed um I'm going to put some spec on the rook CJ Stroud. Um mm, I like that. Everyone throughout 2 weeks and in the preseason out here pumping the tires of Bryce Young and Anthony Richardson, um, but where were they in week 3? Injured. That's where <laughs> uh, and my guy Stroud, who I told y'all was the real quarterback in the draft yep. this year, just went out yep. and dropped 37 points on the Jacksonville Jaguars who are supposed to be the easy AFC South division winner, 20 mm-hmm. for 30, 280 yards, two touchdowns, no p- picks, hooking up with tank Dell for 145 yards receiving and a touchdown. I don't know how many games the Texans are going to win this year, but I would say they definitely got their guy. Um, So that's why I think it's time for everyone to just reassess uh, the rookie quarterbacks who came out of the draft this year and start to put some respect on this man's name.
1: Nice. Well, that's been uh, the week three review episode. Um, Finally, we got it done after uh, (laughs) doing it twice. (laughs) But, uh, what do you think was better,
2: care. the re- the rehearsal or, uh, or or the one we just did now? <laughs> I think the one we
1: did now was better. It was more crisp. We got to the points. You know, it was nice.
2: Everybody should <laughs> rehearse their podcast first. You know, <laughs> hot take. Do a whole hot take. Do the whole thing without recording it, and then record and see how. Yeah,
1: it goes. who has time? Who has who, who needs to use their day to be productive? Uh, <laughs> But thanks to everybody for checking it out, uh, and because of the way our week is turning out, we'll be even more tuned in when we get to uh, the week four preview, and we'll mm-hmm. be talking about tonight's game, man. Good luck to your teams if uh, if they're in the Monday night games.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, stay tuned. We'll be back soon, man. It's been Jonathan Rollins. Skip me, Zara. What's been NFL? We'll holler, y'all. Peace. Later, y'all.